Hi, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko, episode 62. I'm very happy that you're here and uh, if you're new, um, just uh, feel free to share this episode uh, with your friends. I'm very happy to have you and all of them. Um, today's episode is another special episode. I'm very excited to have an amazing human uh, behind behind the world of coffee and uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a treat. So, first and foremost, hope you're all well and safe. And uh, yeah, I think we should just. Uh, I think she's here. Here we go. Connection. Sean, I'm fantastic. How are you doing, my man? Hope you're well. And I think it's loading. So yeah, um, we're going to have a smile. And uh, here she is. Hello, good, good morning, good afternoon. Hi, good morning from Kigali. How are you? I'm doing awesome, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, even better now. So good to see you and meet you. And, uh, and thank you for being here, really appreciate. I'm very, very stoked to have you on. And uh, I know you're, you're busy, so. I'm really grateful for your time. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Such a great honor. <laughs> it's, it's, it is my pleasure. And a big shout out to the Aeropress. Uh, they gave me the, the green light on this, <laughs> which is really good. Um, and um, well, first and foremost, how, how are you doing? And how's your family? And is everyone, you know, it's a bit of an interesting time around the world so first yeah well, first of all i'm doing amazing it's been a great friday so far it's eat today for muslim so this is a great way that i could spend my eid <laughs> my eid morning um but everybody's good we're keeping social distance we're you know we're following the measures and regulations set by the government and we're trying to protect our family members, especially our men, um, because you know they're the most um, easily affected people with that pandemic. But also trying to make sure that everything is good. We keep the good vibes, good energy, because uh, at the end of the day, that's all you need to do. It's that from here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think we're gonna we're gonna touch on that later because it's something I'm passionate about. And it's my, uh, forgive me, how do I pronounce properly your name first? <laughs> <laughs> I know, a lot of people just call me whatever they want, or they call me Smile, but my name is Smaya. Smaya, okay, perfect, gotcha. Uh, Smaya, could you kindly tell us, for people who don't know, more about you and how did you start your amazing coffee journey? Yeah, so, thank you. My name is Maya. Wajaneza is my last name. It could be so hard for you guys, but keep Maya. Or if you forget about it, just call me Katharina. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name too. But so I started working in the coffee industry um, early 2016 after finishing my high school. And I started as a barista, loads of focus looking for money for college. And then it ended up becoming Part of my life and I'm sure we'll go through that with all the questions that you'll be asking me mm. but 
started really uh, working into coffee is that I really wanted some money for college. And um, the company that I currently work for was just starting by then, showcasing amazing women-grown specialty coffee uh, that could continue to improve their lives back in the farms and, and everything and, you know, inspire them and build economic independence to those women coffee farmers. And I was so lucky to work for such a company or to start with such a company that is working handy with the coffee farmers and that with everything that I was doing, I ended up becoming not only looking for money to go to college for myself, but now starting to find a way out of showcasing the amazing work that these women coffee farmers are doing to deserve better prices for their coffee. But also, you know, becoming more community oriented and just decided to use coffee or my job as a platform, as an opportunity for me to become their face, their voice, because they're the most faceless people in the supply chain. And also to inspire everybody around me to do more um, and, you know, dream more and become more. And we can not only coffee, but everybody else can just use their own platform. So long as you love what you do, most of the time you find emotions drives your better actions, if I can say. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't think I can top that off. Uh, I, there's no need to. I think what you just said is so crucial in many aspects because there is a purpose behind uh, every day that you go to to go on with your day and your duties and your tasks. So I think in having that purpose is just, well, first of all, it's wonderful, but it's just selfless to be able to give back. And like you say, whether it's a platform, whether it's um, uh, doing some work at farm or not at farm, I think it's just amazing what you do. And uh, I mean, just to give some context um, to, to the audience, and then we'll dive deep. What what exactly is your role, and what, what sort of things do you do on a day to day basis? Yeah. Oh my God, my role is just a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, within four years that I've been around coffee, I've been able to really evolve um, ridiculously, if I may say. Um, so I started as a trainee, ended up becoming a barista. Within a few months, became a senior barista at the cafe. Um, and then when I looked around, we didn't really have any female roster and we didn't really have a lot of professional rosters in our country. And I was like, I want to be the first female roster. So a few months later, I started engaging myself in a lot of competitions, national, regional, and also international. And after that, I guess my having good leaders that see that you really motivated to become more, they kind of offer support or opportunities for you to grow. So they offered me the opportunity to start now getting in, engaged into coffee roasting. It wasn't easy, but then when SEA offered me that scholarship program, I was extremely uh, grateful because then I could be able to just get my skills on an in international level, uh, standardized education about roasting. So I became a roaster at Question, and I'm still taking my skills to at Food Coffee Campus. Um, I'm now having, I hold my intermediate certificate on the roasting level. Um, so I was, before the pandemic, I was hoping to do my pro and do my ASD and I'm done. Now I can train others. But um, 
So at Question, currently, I work as a quality manager, a roster, I assist with social media, I train the baristas, I guide tour guides, uh, I mean, I guide tour tracks, coffee tour tracks, and what else do I do? I just do a lot of things. A few hour presses here and there. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a great uh, platform for me and uh, being able because all everything I want to do when you're trying to showcase people's work when you're trying to become a voice in the face of the people you really want to become pro in what you do you really want to understand every corner of the industry so that that you really need to um, sacrifice time away from your family away from your friends no time for boyfriends or husbands, um, most of the time back in years. Uh, <laughs> and also working and also going to school at the same time because I also didn't lose that sight on my goal. Uh, so it's not something that is really easy to do. It's really hectic. You can lose yourself. But when you remember that this is what I love to do, as I said, your emotions just drive for your better action. And you find yourself, it's not work anymore, but it's more like fun, learn, and, you know, educate. And so often that, yeah. And often that what you do is also why you do it. I mean, coffee uh, is often given for granted, especially in Western countries. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be possible without the people. Um, in your words, how important it is to sort of give visibility, but also um, recognition, respect, and uh, all those words uh, to the humans at origin, you know, from pickers, farmers, uh, producers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, when I first, so when I started working into coffee industry, as I told you, I started as a barista, really looking for money. But a few months later, when my leader uh, realized that I, I really love to write as well, I love art in general. And I was doing a lot of vlogging, poetry, and he was just like, would you like to go out to the firm and, you know, collect all these amazing stories so that we could actually share that with our coffee uh, buyers? And I was like, yeah, I was so excited to go out to the field for the very first time. But to be honest, that was life transformation. You know, you're at least young girl, 17 years old or 18 years old, and you're just there meeting amazing women that have been around coffee for years. And they're just telling you how much coffee has positively changed their lives and how much coffee means to them and how it has become their livelihood. But when you look at somebody that is telling you that story, you cry because you're like, you're poor, right? You're poor. You're, you're still living in this kind of life, yet you have big smiles and big hopes that, hey, everything is just going to be uh, okay with coffee being around us. Everything is just going to change. If you're kind and reasonable enough, that really changes your life. You're like, this person really has nothing. When you know how much they earn out of that coffee and you know how much when you see their face with the big smiles and hopes that you get from their sound, you're like, 
my problems are really tiny. <laughs> you really kind of now start thinking about, okay, so these are the people that do these amazing jobs. They take you through every work that they do at the firm level, washing station level. And when you look around, you're the person that meets the customers that enjoys their coffee on a daily basis. How many, like, these are the people with no communication plans, like no phones, no smartphones. They have, they're just, just living in the box somewhere. Whatever that the buyer wants from them, that's what they do, and they always have to be guided. But I was like, no, that this is not only the best thing that could be done. They really need visibility. If they're the ones to produce all the amazing coffees that we enjoy every morning, that we can't start a day without, they really need to be part of those tables that are deciding for what should happen in the coffee industry. Mm -hmm. I know that language barrier there could be a lot of different challenges but there could also be a lot of solutions i believe that with every problem there's at least two solutions for that problem so it's just a matter of changing the system it's just a matter of people like me from the origin to really recognize and identify that gap that is between the farmers and the, the coffee consumers and fill it up and it doesn't mean it doesn't need a lot. It doesn't need to have a lot of money to give them. It just needs for you to identify this that gap and use your everything that you have to make sure that your work reflects back to them. So that's my drive every day. I want to make sure that I embrace their work through everything I do. If I make a cup of coffee to a client, I want to make sure that it really, really tastes as good as it could. When I'm roasting, I want to make sure that I embrace their work through the art and craft of roasting. When I'm telling the story, I want to make sure that everyone who is listening to me can see them through me because they can't be here right now. They can't talk to you, but they're the foundation of everything. That the reasons why we're here, reasons for us to have time in a coffee shop. So. We should make sure that they feel valued, inspired, and strengthened and supported through their work. And that way, we will absolutely guarantee sustainability of the coffee industry. That, that put so much perspective. Yes. Um, so I hope many more who will listen to this. I think that, like you said, put, puts things in perspective and. Uh, it makes you realize how many things that we give for granted, um, especially in luckier countries. And, uh, you know, it should, makes you feel a bit more grateful uh, for what we have and the opportunities, um, not just material, just even opportunities and just basics uh, that, that we, are, we have. Uh, and also, I'm assuming that that emotion must also be driven by a deep connection with your land as well as the people that populate our land. That's, that's big time. That's really true. So with that thing that you just mentioned, I, when I travel and I talk to a lot of baristas, they're like, we wish to be out there at the coffee farm. You're so lucky. I'm sure you do everything you do because these are the people that you could see anytime. You could just drive two to four hours, two to six hours to get to see them and see everything that they're doing. And we're just baristas out there, out here. We, we cannot afford to go out there to the coffee field and get to see and get to meet people behind the coffee. 
So with that, be myself taking the initiative of bridging that gap, you know, I started now, it's not all the time you get to have a person from the origin to be in such places that I get to be. And you're like, okay, now I'm not doing this for only coffee producers, but there's something I can do for the coffee, for on the consuming side as well. And that is what. So this is, I got this idea of Elevate Through Coffee. I started doing this uh, event everywhere I go. It's called Elevate Through Coffee, where I showcase everything happens to the coffee forum and I really like when baristas are getting involved and participating in those uh, uh, events and they're just like you know I have nothing to give that farmer that is doing amazing job that has allowed me to be behind the bar what can I do and it's so good when they're like when they at the end of the day realize that every cup of coffee if they make it as good as it should be not avoiding wastage you know because people really want to hear this sometimes we don't see the little thing that we do in our life changes the life of another person so it's just a spark that you do but it's going to make another person's life sustainable so if you're avoiding waste for the baristas this is up to you if <laughs> you're avoiding waste and you're making sure that you're brewing the coffee that you're going to be serving to the customer as good as possible and that customer is going to be happy now you're becoming a face of the industry because you are the face of the industry she's gonna come back and pay more money and that more money that is coming is going to help you sustain your job but it's going to also go back to the farmer that you've never met that you probably will never meet so that's how we should always look at things we should always understand that everything I do, making, I mean, making every moment of our life uh, meaningful to people that we've never met. This is, this is always my advice. So I started doing this elevator coffee program everywhere I go because I realized that baristas really want to go out there. Also not baristas, but also some other people, even customers, they haven't been. But when they, when I go there and I, showcase i'm making a presentation i talk to them they're like they always feel like now they're on the ground so i really thank uh specialty coffee association snd for supporting me with that they have been flying me over and every single time i go to school maybe to study roasting i take advantage of my trip and making sure that i elevate people through coffee <laughs> yeah yeah and because it's also about the stories, isn't it? Like, you know, we all, we all talk about stories and storytelling across, you know, even on a brand point of view, you know, brands should be doing storytelling. I think that sharing stories from origin is important because coffee kind of brings and gather people together to share the stories. But it will be, you know, going back on the visibility, as long as there's consent, which is something very important that I've learned a few years back. I, I was at a coffee talk and there was this woman who was describing how, you know, often roasters, they see pictures of farmers and, you know, people at the farm. And I never thought about it until I heard it, um, which was, well, how many of those pictures were actually consented to be taken? And it hit me. I was like, damn, it's true. Like, how would I feel if I'm, well, I'm not working as a barista now, but say I was working uh, at a cafe 
people were taking pictures of me and then I find my picture of myself on a coffee bag uh, in Poland or in, in the UK or somewhere. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. So I, I think it's important, but how important is also to understand that there is a bit of a need for consent to be able to share the story. It's needed. Um, I think that's really big time. You know, as I said, coffee producers are people with really lack of a lot of resources and including um, communication. So they, they don't know. You can recognize that because you're there. You have access to telephones and smartphones that you can be able to see. I do that. I mean, I see that a lot of times. Um, you, you find some people just, you know, taking pictures of the farmers. They really need consent. When I said when I said we should let them feel valued, it wasn't about anything else. So it's about getting their consent in everything, you know, coming on the ground, visit them. Because when you come, they feel really connected. They feel like, oh, actually, our work is worthy looking at. Um, so we should do even more amazing jobs so that everybody can continue to come. When you go out there to the ground, they, they're, so, they're always excited to take pictures with you. Um, and they like, when it's possible, they really want to have a copy as well so that they can keep that memory. Um, but I know there are some people that just take the photos without their consent and they just put out there and... If it is being used in a very positive way, if you really want to showcase, oh, these are the people that we work with, every single cup that we sell, maybe 99% goes back to support their training programs, their whatever, that's really okay. But if you're showcasing that when it's a lie, when it's not really what you're doing, then that's really bad. Um, then there's no value, there's no dignity, there's no compassion, and there's no uh, humanity out there. So you really want to be able uh, to make people valued, showcasing them when they're consented, and when there is something positive and impactful that is really going to come out of that. I think it's really important. Um, it has to be done with integrity and respect. Um, rather than, yeah, integrity and respect. That that's it. You're right. Yeah, it gotta be that way. It shouldn't be in any other way. Um, and I think I think it's just um, incredible the work that you do because, uh, like you say, you're giving a voice. But it's not just a voice, just a face, or just a ambassador. It's a, it's a truly connected person with the people and the community, the culture and the land, because often it's easy to, um, like, you know, I've learned this uh, through, you know, person that I'm close to, but there's certain things that only certain people can fully understand. And for many years, I used to think, oh, yeah, I just need to hear it. Oh, yeah, now I know it. But reality is that, you know, it took me a while to realize that, no, I don't understand a lot of different things. If, they, if I don't have them, if I don't live them, I can showcase sympathy, I can showcase uh, compassion. But to fully understand them, it's like speaking the language. 
English is my second language, it will never be as good as my first language. So same with those elements, I will never be able to fully understand things that you were talking about because I don't, I don't speak that language you know, in a metaphorical way versus you actually have such a, a strong connection to it. So I think it's important that too. Yeah, I don't know. Ability um, with context, I think you know, because of it, it's it's true. It's 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 really, it, the truth of it is is essential. Yeah, big time. Um, I think when I think about coffee, I, the only thing that comes first in my mind is love, because then anything that you do with love, as I said. Um, now it is engaging your emotions and anything else, any actions that it's just gonna be there. It's just because of what you feel. So, and you know, coffee also involves a lot of humanity, just like anything else. So if you think of that coffee, when you start taking your cup of coffee every morning, instead of looking at it as a drink or as a liquid, now you'll be able to start looking at the people, not only coffee producers per se, but a roster, a buyer, a barista that just brewed it every morning for you. When you look people into the cup, then you know that you're on the right track, right? When you drink up the coffee, then you can be really reasonable enough. Uh, because most of us, uh, most of the consumers they just wanna grab a cup of coffee and run to work they don't really pay a lot of attention. But there are also some who are like, oh, I really, who can drink and taste and be like, oh, this coffee has these attributes. So if you start thinking of attributes, start thinking of people who made that cup possible. And with that, you will always have, you know, a reason to pay extra money for work because you know you're helping not only producers, but everybody, every member of the supply chain. And that's how sustainability uh, can be able to be achieved. But when people look at the coffee just as a drink, when uh, any coffee professional look at their job as just a ticket to buy clothes, to have fun, man, I don't think there's anything there. But you really wanna see at your job as a platform, as an opportunity for you to save lives, as, as opportunity for you to be, you know, to make somebody's other life really good. And you don't have to necessarily give more. It's just that little thing that you can do that is completely going to change people's lives. You have no idea how much it means for me to be here right now. So <laughs> when you call me out here, as, and as you said, um, when you, you mentioned something about storytelling, uh, there's, you know, there's still misconnection on that, on, on that part. Uh, we cannot bring coffee farmers out here, which is something that I really want to do it, actually, so I can actually um, translate what she's talking about with you guys. But um, storytelling is really important because now you help that person to really understand that, oh, actually, every $3 I get a pay, her coffee is going to help this community. Oh, actually, if I do my job this way, not this way anymore, it's gonna help this person. So just look at, I don't know, maybe I'm too uh, community oriented, but I also have this belief that um, 
community starts with an individual. So if you really want to build yourself, you want to make sure that everything you do reflects back to the people around you. Because um, yeah. when that's there, then they can do the same. And when you're helping somebody, you do not expect return from them directly, but they're going to remember, oh, Marco ha has ever had me last year. One day, we talked about this. It really inspired a lot of people. I want to do the same with somebody else. So you're trying to build that system, that um, structure that is really helpful and that is going to create a better world for for everyone. <laughs> you know. Also, because thank you, but it's it's more my pleasure to have you on. But um, <laughs> firstly, but. Um, I think it's also connected to what you said before, two big words, humanity and, and love. So, you know, humanity was built on stories, you know, tens yeah. of thousands of years uh, all gathering in, in a cave or all gathering around, around a fire, um, you know, when there was not technology and it was all about stories. It was about books at some stage when it was start printing. It was radio, it was radio at one stage um, so humanity is made by each individual stories, isn't it? Yeah. So therefore, I think it's super important to have that at the forefront, understanding that everyone has a story. You know, sometimes people will, you know, someone will message me and say, oh, it's so good that you had these amazing guests on. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but even you have your own story messaging me. Um, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter whether you have whether you have followers, whether you have a title, whether you have a championship, whether you want something, it's like everyone has a story to share. And I think storytelling generates awareness, especially where awareness is much needed. Yeah. Yeah, one um, thing I work on is big time. It's key. Um, uh, we, we reached the, the halfway mark, and I, I, it's the original question here, out of the box, um, kind of break a little bit through it. Um, if you could, uh, Smaya, um, who would you like to have dinner with? It can be anyone, and it doesn't have to be coffee-related. Anyone. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I want to have dinner with Lisa from Aeropress one day. She has been so supportive. Aeropress company has been extremely supportive this time around and it has really um, connected us. Um, so I would love to have dinner with her. That sounds amazing. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, they, they were, yeah. Thank you to them because I think this so was possible as well. Because I have to have dinner with, but if I have to be one person, uh, she gotta be the one. <laughs> this is the one. Yeah, she gets the points. That's great. Um, um, thank you. Uh, Smaya, also, because of, like you say, as a platform, um, with, with a lot of respect, I would also love to hear and learn more about uh, what you have to share about most recent events and the delicate yet important topics around people of color and the uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, with, Absolute respect. Just to have your perspective in terms of if someone one per if, if if even one person we're gonna re-listen to this tomorrow or next month will get inspiration and perspective and learn something and add value to that person. Yeah. 
when that when when I have to talk about it, I really get emotional too because. You know, um, in my life, when I travel, I have never really experienced any racism thing. But I really know that it really exists out there because people really tell the story. And we can see that through the actions that are being taken. But um, I would just love people to really remember that I'll put it in first in a coffee-related uh, thing. Coffee makes us one, right? I enjoy coffee every morning. You enjoy coffee. If it wasn't because of these coffee farmers spending endless hours in the mountains going up and down, you wouldn't get energized every morning. And you wouldn't really feel as good as you feel when you have your sip of coffee. So coffee is one. We should all always remember. And if you believe in humanity, if, you know, we all bleed the same blood. <laughs> we all talk. I don't think there's anyone who has three ears and a half too. I don't think there's anyone who has two noses and have two. That would be an abnormality and we all believe that. But um, it's really stupid. Mm -hmm. Really, really stupid. When anyone uh, thinks that we're different, we should always find a way out of finding the positive things into our differences. We all come from areas we all come from I I'm miles away kilometers away from you right but here we are talking um, we should use our differences this way in a way that is going to positively uh, impact people and not only farmers or whoever but people in general I'm very sure that what, what it's being talked here is inspiring a lot of people not because you're white or black or you're orange or you're whatever. No, so long as you're human, you're, you're going to be inspired by anything that everybody's trying to bring in. So we should understand that, <laughs> I don't know. It's, well, like it, you said, I think that. When I think of this thing, but um, love yeah. each other. Really That's, love. I was going there. Love should be our religion, should be our belief, should be everything we do. We should love each other. And with love that we have for one another, we can all guarantee the best life. Because you might do something for that person just because they identify they have black color, but you have no idea. Maybe your son or your daughter, that was your daughter's favorite thing or favorite human in this world so now it affects all of us it's not something we should be doing right now world is so chaotic a lot of diseases poverty a lot of things why i don't see the reason why we should we shouldn't come together because we all want to live better life and we should make everything better and for all so let's use our differences to support different people instead of killing different people or people who, do, who don't really identify like us uh, because otherwise people will get angry and we'll be killing each other and that's so sad. Thank you. I really appreciate, um, I know it's, it is one of those topics and I can't, I can't have much to say, like I was saying earlier, you know, the certain things that only certain people can fully understand 100% 
Um, all I can say is like, we'll, we'll bring it back to those two words that you've used, humanity and love. And I think that once you pull back, you take 10 steps backwards from everything that happens around your life, no matter who you are. And we go back to that principle of being human and love, uh, love over fear, love over hate, uh, that you can't lose with that, 100%. Uh, but thank you. I think it was um, important uh, for, like I said, the purpose of these talks for me is adding value just to one person. And even if that one person is me sometimes, it's selfish maybe, but even if, one, even if it's one person that we add value to, I'm happy. Um, and, I'm, and that was a much needed question, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and going back on sort of the coffee and another topic that's quite important to me is that coffee has always been, always, it's often been linked as an industry. Uh, but yet, finally, thanks to people like yourself and other amazing women in coffee, we're seeing more and more of a female presence. What words do you have for young women especially well, not just young, but well, women in general out there chasing their coffee dreams. And it doesn't have to be coffee. You know, it could yeah. be anything. Yeah. Thanks. That's an amazing question. I always get excited when somebody asks me that question. But, first of all, looking at the past, everything that happens right now is just because of what was done in the past. And we should always learn from the past, but it's not a better place to stay. So learn the first to, to really prepare for your future. Um, women in general, we were under minority for a very long time. And I guess most of the governance or most of the societies have recognized how much women had to offer you know, because investing in women is investing in the whole community. She's not going to be looking at herself only, but she's going to be looking at her family and the whole community. Um, so especially like I will give example of my country, Rwanda. When you look at how many women are into decision make, making positions or leadership positions, um, you really have seen that the country has really really developed quite a lot more than when they just invested a lot in in men more than women so for those for women out there listening to me right now just know that you're going to meet a lot of challenges in my growth I have encountered so many challenges being a girl that is really motivated to do anything that she could to earn skills but um, it's not, my life hasn't been just perfect as most of the people think because I just share positive energies all the time. They're just like, have you ever encountered any challenges, any negative thing? I'm like, oh, big time. But I, I don't really like to always showcase that because that's what most people will see. But showcasing that, but also showcasing the efforts that you just put in to get out of it and very perfectly. So you're going to count a lot of challenges. You will want to learn something. And a man would just be like, oh, oh, no, no, no. A girl, you cannot be in this position. This is just meant for men, for guys. But trust me, girl or woman, you're capable of doing anything. And just take a look around. Connect with each other. Because that's, I've been having a lot of great mentors who are women who have gone through the same challenges 
so they have been you know guiding me uh when i look at these women coffee farmers with all the challenges they face every every single time they have been my guiding lines and when i remember that i am so capable with all the energies that i have with all my personality i i get to do this so there's nothing there should be any limitation towards anything that you want to become in life uh you have to really be extra extra patient that's one thing i've learned you really have to be extra extra patient to achieve any of your goal but you also want to believe in yourself and work hard um find opportunities grab every opportunity that comes to your door and if it doesn't come just chase it find it be like oh i want to become a roaster this is how i was telling my boss i i really want to become a roaster like i sure very much <laughs> and then <laughs> until you speak up it's, it's until you show that you really want to do something then a person that will identify or recognize that oh this young girl this woman wants to become this thing she's really motivated to become this person they really jump into your life and offer support so there are amazing people out there that will recognize that you're really motivated from the actions that you do at the moment and jump into your life offer support and you'll be able to achieve and become anything you want so there should be you shouldn't let any negative thing any perception of anybody else to just ruin your goals and whoever you want to become there is no limit to what we can become everything is possible if you just believe that's the, that's my word for the women. I'm sure many who will listen next and the next coming days will appreciate those words. And I think also we live in a day and age where often social media is demonized, but we could, you know, and this and this Yeah. There's a reason around it, but I do see the positives of it when it comes to, you know, you talked about mentors. So for me, you know, I think it's important for not just women but anyone looking uh, to overcome an insecurity or overcome a challenge or trying to find their place on earth to be hey well I'm going to shoot a direct message to Smaya to Aga to uh, you know June uh, to Sasha to Andre who just messaged that was a very nice message nicely said like I think it's important that uh, people understand that let's take advantage of social media for the good things which is able to connect people from all over the world this would never have been possible only seven, let's call it 10 years ago uh, so um, I think we need to take advantage of this too um and look unfortunately I know time is ticking and you're super busy um I just want to ask you a couple of questions that I know that they require a bit of an answer because you talked about because of the topics that you touched base on i think it's important that people understand that it's really crucial to look at the values and the ethics behind a particular coffee brand because like you said it's all in the hands of each individual and it's something that i'm very passionate about because when i hear when i talk to friends or anything like that as something i always say it is in the hands um because even in the economics right it's it's supply demand supply demand supply uh, how important is to look at coffee bag 
and the company behind them looking at those values and ethics before making a purchase to understand how to fully actually support. Because look, let's be real. There's nothing that most people can do in the immediate in terms of like, you know, uh, to their means. They can't just fly to Rwanda or Ethiopia or other countries and start, you know, dropping all their lives. But I think it's important to understand that, like you said, those very small actions can make a big impact as long as those actions are made mindfully and with purpose. Yes, yes, big time. Um, that is a very good thing that you just asked. I remember talking about this thing um, some time ago. When you're a coffee retailer, I mean, a cafe selling coffee bags, what is really going to make your customer who enjoys your coffee to really see that you're linked, you're connected to the people that you source from? Um, it's the story you write on the back of your bag. So you really want to be transparent enough because transparency is the key. You just don't want to put it in your words or make a poster on the door like, uh, if you buy a cup of coffee, $1 is going back to these people. And maybe use the picture. But when they buy the bag, you know, sometimes there's a time when you take a bag, when you're growing coffee at home, but the time maybe it's dripping, you really want to read everything about the bag. Just as you put the flavor notes on that bag, put all the story behind the coffee that you source. Just put it in the back. Um, and for that, you're creating transparency. You're showing your client or whoever who's buying your coffee that they're being part of the cause. And that's the easy way you can communicate that without just having that post on the door because some people don't want to read because it will never be in their minds. But whoever, if a person buys the coffee from your shelf, know that's your person. That's your person and you really want to maintain, you really want to connect them, make them feel that they're being part of the cause and there's no way to do that without providing that information. So information is everything and that is, I also consider that to be like education. So educating uh, consumers of, on, on or of what they're contributing on is really important because if they don't buy the coffee, I don't see that everybody has everything to offer in the, in the coffee industry. But he or she is the person, the last member of the supply chain who makes quite a lot of efforts to continue to stay in the industry. So we really wanna be able to make them feel that they're being part of the cause, they're supporting the communities that they probably never met. And all that should be in the state of the information, you put it on the coffee bags and you spread that on your social media platform, you host events with your coffee uh, employees in the house, educate coffee uh, consumers, your customers sometimes. You know, people want to hang out to your cafe and not only do their job, but when you're creative enough and hosting some events at your cafe, uh, bringing in some people who have experience of being out there to the coffee producers field, have them educate them about the, everything that coffee has to go through to become coffee that they drink every day. You're creating transparency, but you're also building awareness and everybody gets excited. Everybody wants to support. They just want to know what am I supporting and how am I supporting? So you're the one to do that. Yeah. I love it. And I think that awareness is such a, such a buzzword. And I think often people, yeah. which is 
Yeah, um, they want to be aware until you use that word, if that makes sense. Um, you know, everyone wants to be good, everyone's, you know, but I think sometimes people need a little bit of a reminder or a, a pat on the shoulder and say, hey, um, what about awareness? And then, you know, it's like a motion of actions, internal thinking of like, Oh yeah, awareness. What am I aware about today? Um, I think I think you know, and and I think prompts are important, and it comes yeah. down to everyone. And like I say to some, I said a few times on these episodes, when some people ask questions around specialty and how can we spread the word and about the farmers and all, just like well, it really comes down to that one-on-one conversation to start. Um, I mean. That's how, I don't know, even religion started, right? Like, you know, if you want to go macro, uh, you know, it's a, hey, by the way, uh, this is what we believe in. Uh, do you want to join us on Sunday or whatever? Like, like it, yeah. a lot of things happen with that one, conver- one word, one conversation, one connection. So I think it's important. Um, yeah. Maya, it was so nice, humbling to have you. And I'm very glad that we did this. I'd love to probably do it again in a few months' time. It's still 10 minutes to go, but Instagram is horrible because it shuts it after. It gives just 30 seconds, and I want to leave the stage to you for the last couple of questions to make sure that we have ample time for them. Ultimately, we, we heard your story. Um, we, we heard such important topics that should really make people stop, sit down, digest, think, and take some action on um, from what happens at origin, from diversity to all the other topics, women in coffee. Ultimately, what would you like to see in the future of coffee and and with it hand in hand, what's your coffee mission and what's next on your your planet? Wow, (laughs) that's a big question. Um, yeah, first of all, thank you very much again for having me today. Um, My pleasure. Yeah. So what I really want to see in the coffee and in the world, I just want to see that people see each other as everything, as to see themselves, you know, just like the way you go into your into your mirror every morning, look at you and be like, oh, you're so beautiful. You got this. Let's get it today. Just know that see in that person the same thing that you see in yourself. I know we all have our capacity. We all have, we were blessed with different things in life. We all live very different lives. But if you can see that, okay, oh, that person is really great. They got it. And together we're going to build something strong then that's everything I want to see. I want to see the world coming together. I want to see people supporting each other. I want to see people, I want to see coffee industry continue to promote visibility of the coffee producers, especially Africans. When I go to record Symposium, I've been there maybe a couple times. This is one of the best coffee reunion ever, coffee event, annual coffee event that SCA organized every year. When I sit and look around, I always feel sad, to be honest, because it's 
you know, five, 400 to 500 people around the room. And how many Africans are there? Very few. How many people from, you know, Central and South America? Quite a lot. Um, who is on the stage talking? And what is everybody that represents or presents their topic? So talking about coffee producers, people who can never dream to be in that room. But you're like, okay, so what is we all about? Who is going to transfer and you know every information that we if it's not one-on-one -on -one, the information is not going to be delivered the way it is there's always possibility for miscommunicating something um or forgetting about something and you you know you talk about something else so i really want to see sa has been really giving great platforms i think i became a lead scholar one of the lead scholar uh, the first cohorts I was the only African uh, to be selected on that platform in, in the world. It was a big thing. So now it became like an opportunity that you get, but that comes with responsibility to represent the whole community or the whole continent. And I just want to see, and later on, they selected one more African, which is really good. So it's, they're trying to bring this thing. I think they really identify that there was lack of visibility of Africans on that platform. We're not there. And everything that is being discussed is something that is always affecting our people. So we really want to see them creating tables that have seats for everyone. Not only this person because they have this skills, not only this person because they own a very big uh, big company. We want to put people together. That's all I want to see. Uh, there could be a lot of challenges. At least bring one or two. They're going to deliver. The way you can come, Marco, in Africa and tell the story or tell people what to do is not going to be the same as I would. So let's we really want to make sure that we're building something stronger together because that's how we can really guarantee sustainability, guarantee the best world for everyone. I just want to see love and humanity in people. And I want to see coffee industry to be the leading industry in the world, showcasing love and compassion and authenticity and empathy and humanity and the rest of other industry will learn from us and the world is just gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it i think i think uh, the topic of representation is so crucial because it's interesting to hear that too because it's like you know often the you know the the melbourne which we're so lucky to be here with so many yeah. good coffees, you know, like a lot of times the most loved coffees are coffees on the table that come from Africa and that and they should have more representation, you know, nothing wrong with Indonesian coffee and nothing wrong with South or Central America, but representation is extremely important. Smaya, I, I really thank you for your words, uh, your insights, what you had to share. It was... Uh, wonderful having you here truly and maybe we can kind of touch base again in a couple of months or something and uh, maybe we can i don't know you i don't know we might dm and come up with some idea whether it is you want to bring someone uh, or you want to give voice to someone and be there I, i'm not sure um something we'll that we'll figure it out i think um 
I think it will be interesting to, to, to hear more from you. And I would love to hear more from you. And I think people deserve to hear more from you. And uh, from, from, I don't represent the coffee community, but from me, I just want to tell you that I appreciate uh, what, what you're doing. And uh, I can't wait to see more from you. But thank you for giving us an hour of your time. It flew. I wish it didn't fly so fast, but it was, it was incredible hearing what you had to say. And uh, I really appreciate it. Very grateful for it. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. And thank you for being part of my journey. I will continue to do the amazing work because it's now worth looking at. And it's really helping the world coming together. That's my forever drive. Um, so thank you very much for having me. I look forward to have another conversation with you in the future. Uh, we'll keep in touch. Thanks, everyone who was here yes, with sir. us. Hope that the message that we uh, we've sent to you guys is really helpful and will always make you think about coffee in a different way now from now on. And if you have to drink one more cup of coffee, that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but drink it mindfully and remember that you are supporting a lot of people. And let's continue to spread love and pray for each other and stay strong, healthy, and safe in these. Uh, we are times of life, but I love you all. Thank you, Marco, for having me. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful. My pleasure. Thank you, Maya. I'll, I'll, I'll keep in touch. I'm sure I'll message you after the live finishes. Thank you again. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Aeropress, for connecting us. We're so grateful yeah. for you. And you know I love Aeropress coffee. So. You know it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Maya. It was wonderful. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, we have left about 60 seconds, and um, I, um, I think Andre in the comments saying that was a fantastic talk. Thank you so much. I think it just sums up um, the way I feel right now. I think uh, I will need to sit down. I will need to sort of think about the things that I've learned and heard. Um, it was amazing. Um, I'm very glad that we were able to get Smaya on and have this chat. And I, I, I just I just hope that all of you have enjoyed it and uh, people who will listen to this again, because this will be uh, posted as a uh, podcast. This will be posted uh, as a YouTube video and IGTV. And the reason behind is, is because I think that what what Smaya had to say it's so valuable and so at so much depth meaning and just beautifully crafted message that I just like more and more people to to hear it um, just because it's a it's beautiful like a chain effort um, you know she said a beautiful message and then one person hear that and that person can refer that message to a few friends and a few friends refer that message so definitely um great to hear um to hear that so again i appreciate um having you all here hope you're safe uh, big shout out people who just stuck around i think today instagram was down it was in it was playing up but that's okay thank you coffee diaries Andre, what, Smaya, uh, 
modest barista, all of you. I really appreciate you. I'll see you next week with more guests. The show must go on, as they say. And uh, I'm wishing you all a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, night, or a beautiful cup of coffee. Take care.